What's up? Welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. We are ecstatic to have you here with us today. This is Seth and... Josh. Josh. And this is Brad. And Brad is in the studio with us for good. That's right. For and I'm, good. I'm pumped. He I couldn't a, be more excited. He has a little red to our show. Yeah. <laughs> God knows we needed it. Right? Yeah. Because me and you obviously didn't have it. We had the bald guy. Yeah. We needed a redhead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I could provide. That's right. You're here and you're available. And I so much appreciate that. And so today... We are super excited. Let's never forget the one, the only, the amazing producer, Steven. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? I think they're doing good. Yeah. You're on the radio. Oh, thanks, dude. So Appreciate that. What are we doing about, Steven? <laughs> Without. Forgot, oh, my gosh. I forgot. This is Steven Appreciation Day. Steven Appreciation Day. Forgot that. Go, you? Steven. Did I you forgot. Steven? Uh-huh. I had something for you, Steven. I promise. I see how it is. Sure you did. Yeah. It's, uh-huh. I don't know. I'll go get it. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go dig through his car. It's I'm going to go pick finds. a flower off of a bush. A dandelion. Hey, look. I have this flower for you. <laughs> a dandelion. I thought about you before <laughs> did you ever do that? Show. Did you ever do that for your mom? You're like, oh, All day long. My mom's Mother's Day. I'm hey, mom. Here's here, a weed. Here's you a know? weed. Here's a weed. Thanks for birthing me. That's right. Also, also in the studio, and we're super excited, we have a returning coach. He is fun. He is awesome. Evan Lemons is in the studio. Yes, sir. He's a radio just veteran. He is. Yeah. He's a veteran of the varsity. He's amazing, and we're so glad to have him. Also, we have Brandon Mendez, Logan Lemons. I'm Quentin, call- Quentin Shellnut. Yeah, and... And Brandon Lundley. That's right. Sorry, so, I have terrible handwriting. Who, by the way, graduated high school last night, so... Brandon and Quentin did graduate last That's night. Right. They're They're all grown up. Congratulations. <laughs> you're graduated. You're graduated. Now that- you're successfully an adult on your way to paying bills. Yep. Yeah. Getting close. That's Congratulations. the what, the, what, Brad? So that's the fun part, paying Bra- the bills. Brad, do you, when do you graduate? I graduate Friday night. Friday night. At the pit. At the pit? At Arab High School. The pit. He'll be there. Yeah. yeah he, Just look for the red-headed he should, kid. You should be there, right? The red-headed one wearing the uh, the funny cap. There you go. Shouldn't be too hard. Hey, let's go to... I, I, I want to talk about something that happened to me this week. I was telling Josh, like, you need to get a zoo membership. The zoo membership. Yeah. You know, I don't believe, I still don't believe this exists, but Seth says it does. It does. It sounds amazing. My good friend Ricky told me and my wife about it, and we ordered us season passes to the Boaz Zoo. And one of the cool things Boaz you get to do. Zoo. No, no, Bo- we should start that. Is there a Boaz Zoo? We should start Birmingham. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. Bra- yes. A Boaz Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's downtown Boaz. I'm joking. Anyway, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I didn't get to see the Pirates. lions. I felt, yeah. <laughs> the pirate zoo. be a pirate themed zoo. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I messed that one up real Go bad. Ahead, real bad. But anyway, I want to show y'all, you two guys, a picture of my experience. It was, it was fantastic. And those watching, if you're watching our Facebook live feed, you can find us at, at Varsity Radio Show. If you're not watching our Facebook live feed, you need to. Go do that right now. You Unless you're driving. Yeah, unless you're driving. Don't do that while driving. That's your only excuse. It's not safe. And so me and my son, we're we're hanging out. And I, I hope Mary D's not listening because uh, Josh is going to take you to do this. Uh, and we go in this uh, enclosure area. 
And uh, birds just like randomly start landing on me. And so there I am, one's eating the hair stuff of my hair, and he lands on my son's head too. It's pretty great. It was. So you should try that. What kind of birds are those? I knew, but I have forgot. You forgot what those yes. birds were? Uh, yes, uh, I It looks have. like y'all had a sort of, sort of connection. Yeah. We were tight, and so we had a moment. But yeah, there's my son. There's a bird on both of our heads, and then one landed on her shoulder. It was pretty incredible. Uh, and then we're going to go to this. Let's go to Meme of the Week. All right. Meme of the Week. How about the pointless one? What do you think? I enjoy this. Yes. I run. That's that's for later on. I run like the wind. And, yeah. Okay. So there's a picture of a square and a circle, and it says you're pointless. And he says that's how I roll. <laughs> that's not a square. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Triangle. <laughs> I give up for the day. These uh, Brad and Josh if are now a, in charge. If it's the right triangle, it's a square. Wow. But okay. <laughs> there we go. I mean, it is. That's okay. true. Thank you. So the triangle says you're pointless, and the circle says that's how I roll. That's right. Nice. I Love got it. you, Seth. I got your back, Seth. You know, I appreciate that, Josh. Thanks for finding the sun in that cloud. Everybody needs to go to Facebook Live and check out the faces that are on these shapes right now. They're hilarious. Are those your faces? Also creepy. I can make those faces. Were those you? Yeah. Brad? Brad? Brad, are you famous? I think so, actually. What's the next one? Okay, next one. I I love this one, by the way, Josh. This (laughs) one's my favorite. It says, welcome back to Plastic Surgery Anonymous. I see a lot of new faces today. Ah! (laughs) And I'm very disappointed. <laughs> anyway, isn't that great? It's fantastic. I know. I thought so. Um, I laughed. I really did. I did. Mm-hmm. I laughed multiple times when I saw this. Yeah. Back on the zoo thing. Um, yeah. I some nature person just came out on um, the news in Georgia, and he's like some naturalist or whatever, and he wants all Georgia residents to know that tigers are not native to Georgia came out an official statement and wants to make sure the residents know. An uh, official statement. Yeah. Is, that, wow. is that not Tigers obvious? are not native. Is that not Georgia. obvious? You know, they pay him a lot of money for that. Yeah. Smart man. That's the kind of job we need. One like that. And uh, if you're watching Facebook Live, we're super excited that you're here. I see six people watching right now. We're so glad that you're here. You're not going to regret it because we're about to show you a video that's going to make you laugh. Yes, we are. And stand there in amazement. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> Do you want to kind of lead in, tell them what's going on? Yeah, so there's this massive game of Jenga. And Sports Illustrated actually puts this out. Pat McAfee's dad is a Jenga ace. And this is amazing, guys. Really. I There's like three times in this thing I feel like it's going to fall. Uh-huh. And he's just incredible. So let's play that. All right, here you go. He's- Bruce Lee up in the... What's going to happen tomorrow? I hope you'll work safe. My nose. <laughs> <laughs> Sally Maxine. This is crazy. Oh! <laughs> Holy cow. Wow. <laughs> How is that even possible? <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. That'd be the last one I would he go for. He has risen. <laughs> what you yeah. think of that? That's uh, impressive. That it's, is beyond impressive. If I tried to pull that block out, it'd be like the scene in The Grinch when The Grinch pulls the tablecloth off the table and everything comes with it. Like, <laughs> that's what all the, all the tower just go off, just way down. That'd be oh. me all day long. 
all day long. The, I just the weight distribution on that just it makes no sense because as you pull, I mean, of course, you know, in Jenga, you as you pull blocks out, the distribution of the weight, you know, slowly but steadily moves in different directions as part of the game because as you continue to pull, because in a perfect world, if you just pulled blocks out and none of the other blocks moved, then it actually would never fall because the the way that the blocks are. Right. Are, are supporting one another, but every, as you pull blocks out, this starts to shift in different directions. And Only the fact one. that they just dropped and just landed perfectly <laughs> and then wobbled. He was like karate. Was, sat there. Guys, he was karate chopping that. He he may he may be ha! a ninja. He, he may be a ninja. Like he's an overweight ninja. Professional but he's a ninja. He ninja. Yes. 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 He an needs to get back. Ninja. Yeah, he couldn't fit in his ninja clothes anymore. You know, guys, I forgot to tell you what wonderful things we have in the studio today. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. We have fed this Brindley Mountain Track team some amazing Marco's Pizza. Yes, we have. And I have to tell you, Stephen, I was at the Dirt Cheap this past week. Uh-huh. And one of our fans of the show. Yes. You know, friends of the show. Uh-huh. She she was hanging out. She's, she's awesome. And uh, she works at the Dirt Cheap, but she's a big fan of the Varsity. Yeah. She, I know who this is. She told me. Josh, she said, "Me and my husband finally ordered Marcos, and we were not disappointed." Wow. And and I want to say this: we don't just say Marcos is good; it really is good. <laughs> it's fantastic, and you can have it too. It has very large toppings, doesn't it, Brad? Large, flavorful toppings. It's very just wonderful. large. Just everything Did about. They it let you down, guys. Correct. No. I mean, tons of toppings. Man, every square inch is covered with goodness. Every triangle inch is covered with goodness. That's right. I like how Josh said that. So if you want some of this wonderful pizza, and it is wonderful, call 256-660-5666 or go to marcos.com, and they are serving till 10 tonight. 10 tonight. Hey, Steven, can you throw in some music? Sure, I can do that. How about this one? It's brand new from Dante Pride. This guy is actually from Decatur, You need to have him come into the varsity. Dude, we do. We need to make that happen. Make that happen, Steve. All right, here we go. Can I turn up in your church? Look, it's Sunday morning, I think I've been waking me up. I'm about to put on my church clothes. Facebook and tweeting, Instagram and telling everybody I'm on church clothes. It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. Megan! Megan! Hello? Hello! Hey! How's Megan doing? Megan is doing great. Very excited to be talking to you at the Varsity Show on behalf of the Festival Christian Athletes. We're very excited to have you, Megan. Very excited. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Josh, do you know this is Megan's first day at FCA? Megan, your first day and they've got you calling the radio show? It is. You're a yes, baller. Sir. It was a surprise, but the best kind. I like to hear that. <laughs> yeah, this, you yes, know you're sir. famous right now, Megan. Megan McDuffie, <laughs> you are awesome. Are you Irish? I. They tell me that way back in the line we are Irish. So I guess I'll have to believe them. Yeah, everybody in Alabama is Irish. They just don't know it. <laughs> hey, hold Actually, on. they do know it. I'm German, I guess. Uh-huh. Spiegel is a German. I'm name. German, also, Stephen. Mm-hmm. My my friend Megan has a he has an actual Irish guy that works with them, and he said when he came to Alabama, everybody was Irish. <laughs> <laughs> so Megan, what brought you from Auburn University to FCA? 
So at Auburn uh, University, I was majoring in math education. I'd always grown up, wanted to be a teacher, felt called to the classroom so I could minister there. And just throughout this past year, my senior year, I really felt like the Lord was leading me to do more direct ministry. I'm getting to, to share the gospel in schools, and I was very involved with FCA coming up through middle and high school. And so I gave uh, Brother Ken, who's over FCA here in Huntsville, I gave him a call and talked with him, and they had a position open to do campus ministry with high school girls. And so after some discussion and prayer, um, they agreed to bring me on full time, and I could not be more excited to be here. Well, Megan, the next step in your ascension of FCA is to actually join us in the studio one day. Wonderful. That is exciting. Eat Marco's pizza, goof off like Connor Reese. Yeah. (laughs) My goodness, I have big shoes to fill. No, no. (laughs) No, Connor's not. He doesn't. You're fine. I think you could probably... Probably be up there with Connor. You, Connor, and Caleb. (laughs) Fun people. Jamie is awesome, too. Yes, yes, sir. So, Megan, what is your first big job at FCA this summer? So, our first big task is going to be getting everything ready for camp. We're going to be kicking off with boot camp for our summer interns. That'll start up next week and run for about 10 days. So, that's where we'll be... Hitting the hitting the road, running, getting all our interns ready to be huddle leaders, getting prepared with our materials for camp, um, which will be a really exciting time for everybody to get to know one, one another and build that team bond to then be able to launch into the summer and just do sports camp with kids and being able to share the gospel with them using that sports platform. Now, Megan, do you um do you act do you go through the boot camp or do you um like are you a drill sergeant like a drill instructor <laughs> in the boot um, camp? I guess I'll I'll be kind of somewhere in between. I'm definitely gonna be kind of more on the admin side, making sure everybody has what they need. Drill instructor helping train the huddle leaders how they're gonna operate. So I'm excited because it's a little bit new for me too. But we'll we'll all be learning together. Megan, how well do you yell at people? I'm sorry. <laughs> you, sa- you sound like somebody that's pretty aggressive. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, it's it's yelling in love. For okay, sure. yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a tone of love to the yelling that, that always has to be there. But <laughs> now, Megan, Megan's kind of scary already. I don't know. Megan, did they put you on disciplinary? <laughs> yeah, she's going to get them. You know, not to my knowledge. <laughs> but... Jamie, if you're listening right now, Jamie. Jamie. Megan needs to be on your discipline squad at the boot camp. We'd like to submit her as drill sergeant. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's totally you, Megan. You Some, got this. Well, thank you. I didn't, I didn't realize that was part of my calling. That's but... our job to pull out people's gifts. Don't so. worry. We do a really yeah. good job. Yes. <laughs> no, Megan. We are so glad that you joined us on your first day in all seriousness. And we cannot wait. Actually, we're going to see you at Albertville Sports Camp. We're going to do a live show there. Oh, wonderful. That'll be very exciting. Yeah, so we get to see you in your drill sergeant action. Yeah. 
Yes, sir. Complete with uniform. We're excited about that. Yes, sir. <laughs> That'll be great. Megan, yeah. before you get off the line, we'd like to hear what your favorite part about FCA is. My favorite part about what? FCA. FCA. Ooh. Hmm. That put me on the spot just a little bit. I think my favorite part about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes is how relational it is. Just from the first moment, it is all about meeting people where they're at, interacting with them, letting them know that we care about them as an FCA family, and using those relationships to just show God's love to people and let them know that they are valued and that they are cared for and using those relationships to really change lives. That's my favorite part about SCA. That is awesome. Megan, we can't wait to work with you in the future. And we wish you yes, luck. Sir. We wish you luck. We hope you have fun yelling at people this next week. And we can't wait to see you at Albertville. Yes, sir. I will look forward to seeing you then, too. Thank you so much for having me on the show this afternoon. Thank you so much for calling in. We love FCA and Megan. She's awesome. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, guys, we'll get you to do some more music. Here's Monologue and Luke G with Lion or Lamb. Do they want the lion? I think they want the lamb. I'm trying to be like Jesus with everything that I am. I think they want the lion. Or do they want the lamb? If you ain't got a man, you don't think that you understand. The dough being rolled out on the countertop. Just fresh powder flies in the air. Hallelujah. <laughs> All kinds of delicious toppings sauce marinara cheese <laughs> more cheese we need like a spoken word rap kind of thing cheese 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 more cheese sauce <laughs> toppings toppings mainly bacon don't forget the crust and steak and then your flavored crust, crust topping yeah and you've got a Marcus pizza welcome to heaven it's amazing. It is. It'll change your life. <laughs> if you want to get two Marcos pizzas, you can put them on top of each other and it makes a Marcos pizza sandwich. That sounds fantastic. This we should try that one day. This is different than their regular deli sub sandwiches, their pizza sandwich. This is a pizza sandwich. Yeah. It's a thing. Because Josh just made it a thing. You make it. <laughs> you can make it there at Marcos. Shops at Albertville. You can go to marcos.com and order us pizza sandwich. <laughs> yeah. It'll be just for you. Don't order one, order don't, two. Don't order people, other people. Just eat it yourself. It's open from 11 to 10 today, tomorrow, and the next day. And then 11 to 11 on Sunday, For your Saturday. late night weekend pizza cravings. That's yeah. right. Brad gets a lot of those, he said. That's right. They're yeah. there for you. Brad, have you ever made a pizza sandwich? I have not made a pizza sandwich, but I've eaten a pizza sandwich. We before. totally need to do this. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do this. Marcos. Like Go get to Marcos right now and make <laughs> you a pizza sandwich. And let us know how it is on Facebook. Yeah, send us a picture. Send us a picture of At you. At Varsity Radio no, send Show. Send us a video of you eating it. <laughs> we want to see that. All of it. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> and now, today's clutch moment. We are having a blast here in the studio, and if you want to see it live like the other 15 people currently watching, go to At Varsity Radio Show, and you can see us in the Brindley Mountain Lines. Just saying, we're trying to get a rap battle started here. 
It's going to happen. It's going to be great. We totally need you this. You heard it here who's on the, the varsity. Best. There's a t-shirt. The What'd you say, Brad? So who's the best rapper? We're about we're to find, find out. It's going to find out. Tune in. About 20 minutes, we're going to find out who can rap like crazy. It's going to be nice. Steven, can you rap? Just old just old DC course, talk man. stuff? I can rap, yeah. I can do DC talk stuff. I can, too. We need I to love do that DC together talk. sometime. That's so it. funny. And you remember DC when Jesus DC Freak? talk, Jesus DC Freak. talk and Carmen got together? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, I don't nope. like Carmen. Nope. Yeah, you well, you know. <laughs> He's kind of old news now, but <laughs> Carmen, back in the Carmen's day, he was like amazing. 17 people watching. Too many 18 Hawaiian people shirts. watching. Too Thank you what? so much. Hawaiian shirts. Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> Carmen, they they make other clothes. We I are promise. currently at 18 people watching our show. Awesome. This is great. Lemons. Yes. Uh, thank you, Coach Lemons. He is awesome. He's in the studio. He's very competitive. So he's he is to very get competitive. To watch it, thank you for pushing that. And uh, we have almost 200 views right now. Thank you so much. We're so glad you're part of the Varsity Radio Show, and we're going to go into what we call clutch moment. And uh, when when you think on your life. What do you think in your life gets most of your time? I mean, in other words, guys, I'm talking to Josh and Brad. Uh, I always say this. Whatever gets most of your time owns your life, right? So whatever you spend the most of your time on is what owns your life at the moment. Am I wrong? So That's right. So if you're on social media all the time, like 90% of your life, Social media potentially. 19 watches right now. Way to go, Coach Lewis. He's killing it. Uh, you have potentially that's what is owning your life. Why? Because whatever you spend your time on, you, you can have all the money in the world, but you only have a limited amount of time in your life. The average parent <clears throat> admits that they spend nine hours a day on social media. Wow. That's really incredible. That's unbelievable. Nine hours a day. It's mind blowing. That's a job. That's that's a forty hour a week job there. Yeah, that's intense. Some good money. So, <laughs> the Bible. Yeah, it'd be nice if you get paid for it. Uh, in Matthew six thirty three says, "Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and live righteously, and He will give you everything that you need." I think we hear this scripture, and it troubles us a little bit. If we're completely honest because if if we're honest it is the exact opposite of how most of us live most people who are around us and not christians have things backwards they measure themselves by what they wear what they own how they perform in their sports and their jobs and what grades they get and these are always the wrong measuring sticks they're not bad things it's not bad to strive for these things but it's the wrong measuring stick. See, Jesus told us to concentrate on our relationship with God first. And see, when we get this in order, we can then work on all the things below all, all the things below that. In other words, if we get Jesus right and we get our relationship with him first, all the other things, it's not wrong to work on those things. And they're, they're okay to be below that. But they shouldn't be the top. So, Josh, why is it hard? Why is it so hard for us to keep... Our spiritual priorities in order, or in other words, why do we struggle to keep Christ first? I think it's just, um, we're talking about competition. The world is a competition. And there are so many things that um, compete with our time, and we know our lives are crazy, and they're busy. But 2,000 years ago, um, the Apostle Paul wrote about crazy and busy times. Uh, It was an utterly different world back then. People 
Um, literally, if they did not work, they didn't live. Um, there was no welfare. Uh, there was no anything to help them um, back then. So if they did not work, um, if they didn't work all the time, if they didn't maintain their farms and their livestock or, or maintain their position in society even, um, their lives were on the line. Their children's lives were on the line. And so it was a totally different world. But yet uh, the same problems that we are experiencing today when it comes to priorities is something they were experiencing back then. And that's why we read um, in Matthew when Jesus says to seek the kingdom of God first. And that's why we read in um, the, the, uh, the epistles written by um, the Apostle Paul uh, just to make sure that you're putting Christ first. I mean, this is a constant theme throughout the, throughout the entire of Scripture, the entirety of Scripture, not just in the New Testament, to put God first in our life. And um, that, that just assumes that the rest of the world, uh, there's these, all these cares coming in that will distract us from our spiritual life. And so I think that the, the life is just busy. Um, there are so many things that compete for that first place in our life. And God is sitting there asking us to put him first. Not for something that he gets out of it, but for something that we get out of it. You see, God doesn't get anything out of us putting him first. But he knows that we need to put him first because we were designed to to be Worshippers of the God of the universe, the creator of the universe. And so if we're doing what we were designed to do and putting God first in our life and, and doing all those other things too, they're fun, but putting God first at the forefront, then we're living the way that we're supposed to live. And so um, I just think, Seth, that the world is crazy and there's so many things, so many good things no doubt about that. that just distract <laughs> us um, and that take place, uh, take the place of where God should be. Coach Lemons, we're at 20. You're doing good. <laughs> so, five away from the top. Uh, it is, it's not so important, and, and I like to say this, what we drive. You know, it's fun to have nice things. I, I, I'm not hating on any of these things, but it's, it's not so much important where we live, how much money we have. All these things are temporary. In other words... All of us, if we do really good, if we have uh, a health life like Coach Lemons back there, you know, you know, he's beast mode. Yeah, he's beast mode. He's beast probably going to live a hundred years. Probably. He's probably going to be kicking it mm-hmm. and doing good. Twenty-one people watching. Uh, Josh, uh, he he's going to be in physical peak condition probably most of his life, so he'll probably live to be a hundred years old. Maybe. It'd be pretty cool. But even at 100 years old, we all eventually die, unfortunately, right? Mm. You know, we, we all have a limited amount of time. And no matter how much stuff we have, and no, no matter how many talents or how physically active we are, what our house looks like or what we drive when we die at all, it's useless once you're dead. You know what I mean? So there's got to be something else. There's got to be more than that. And all these things will last for a moment, and they're fun while they're lasting but in the long run of life it won't amount to anything more than dust really having things in this world are not bad but it, it, it's not having things in the right priority that's important Josh what do you think about that statement I think that this is a statement that with when we talk about Christ when we talk about following Christ uh, we're talking to Christians and of course we want everybody to follow Jesus. So if you're listening to this radio program right now and you don't know Jesus, 
We want more than anything for you to follow him and to put him first in your life. But if you say that you are a Christian, if you say that you are a Christian by the very definition of the word, you say, I follow Christ. I follow Christ. Now, we know Christ was a was a poor man. Christ did not have anything, and technically Christ was homeless in his ministry. He walked from place to place and from town to town, and he preached the gospel message, and he didn't worry about being provided for because he knew his God would provide for him. Also, he was really good at making all-you-can-eat buffets. Yeah, yeah, he, was, yes. he could do that too. But I don't think there's anything wrong with us having things. I don't. Um, I like I like certain things. I I like my house. I'm I'm not a big flashy person, but I like my yard and yeah. I, I I like to have things. And th- there's nothing wrong with things. No. But if we get too cluttered up with things or with activities or whatever it may be in our life, those things are meaningless in the wrong long run because eventually one day I won't be able to run on the running trail. Mm-hmm. Eventually one day my house will rot and it'll fall. Eventually one day my yard will grow up with weeds and. Mine seems to do that no matter what I do. You're gonna need <laughs> you're gonna need a new phone in two years because that's the scam of the phones. And you're Come gonna on. need you're gonna need this and after this after this things fall away, things pass away. But things one thing that'll never pass away is the love of Christ. And we are designed to be loved by Christ and to love Him. And so, if you are a Christian, and if you're listening right now, Christ should be first. He should be the priority. He should be the number one. Because that's what you were designed for. And so that is, that is, should be your goal in life, is to put Christ first above all the things in your life. So good. So good. So it all boils down to this. God is number one. If God's number one, that's it. Get that straight and the rest will come easy. And so why, Josh, this last statement of the day, by the way, I just want to give Coach Lemons credit. We're at 23 views. Currently, while they're while we're doing this, we hit twenty four at one point. Twenty four at one point, so we're one away, Coach Lemons. Coach, do you have multiple Facebook accounts? <laughs> I don't care if he does. <laughs> anyway, so uh, why is it important that we get this one statement straight, and then you can end it? We'll go into music after that. God is not a priority; He is the priority. Come on. He is the priority in our life. If you are a Christian, He is the priority. And if you are not a Christian, let me tell you this right now. You were designed to be loved by God and to love Him. That's it. You were designed to be loved by God and to love Him. And He loves you more than anything that He sent Jesus Christ, His only Son, to die for you. It's real. It really happened. And He loves you so much that He gave it all for you. And all He asks in return is to love to love him back, to put him first in your life. And it's not a bad thing. I've tried to put God second in my life. And then good things happen, bad things happen, but ultimately I was exhausted. I was tired. I was weary on the inside. But when I put God first in my life, and I put God first in my marriage, I put God first in my job, I put God first in the things that, that I do daily, then I am given strength, then I am given hope, then I am given a, a, a power from, from God's Holy Spirit that I can't even explain. And my life, though it's not perfect, has purpose. Because I've been given the purpose through the power of the gospel and being a child of God, redeemed by His grace and His love. 
So if you're listening right now, listen to this. Putting God first, it's not something that He needs from you. But you need it. You need it more than you know. Amen? Yeah, Brock Johnson, quick shout out to him. He said, Haggai 1 is a great example of what you're all talking about. (laughs) Thanks for listening, Brock. And we're going to go to some music. Hey, Alexis. Hey, Adri. Uh, Kepner. Megan. So good with names. Bolus. I am terrible. I'm trying. Thank you so much for listening. We're so glad you're here. Monica, welcome. <laughs> Go ahead. Who's, who's All right. Zoe? Zoe Decker? Zoe Decker. Zoe We're Decker. at 24 right now. Awesome. 24. Oh. 25. 25. 25. We're at 25. We're tied. 27. Wow. 28. 28. Coach Lemons, you just, you just won. You cooked that right. You just. <laughs> there we go. Hey, we're going to play some music and we're going to be back with these athletes. It's going to be fantastic. All right, here's Drew Smith with Destiny. Peace and all the guy. Lord, you know I try. Every day I'm marching the army. I know you want to ride. Yeah, I see you in the corner. And I know you want to fly. And I know you got those wings. You just need a little guy. Yeah. Fantastic. We have given you amazing music today. Amazing music. Stephen has given you amazing music today. You're very welcome. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Stephen, I appreciate you so very much. Thanks, man. And I love you too. You know what goes well with great music? Great pizza. Great pizza. Mm-hmm. Not just ordinary pizza. And great that, pizza. And we have some and I don't I don't want to like bring them in before, but I, how good was that pizza, guys? It was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. The Brindley Mountain Lines approve of Marcos. <laughs> I, I drew that pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Where's it at? That's a beautiful drawing. That's, that that's beautiful. That's, Look at that. That's how oh, much wow. I love Marcos. You know, wow. my my good friend Josh, he's an artist. Thank you. He kind of nailed it. I've never called myself an artist before. Well, I'm calling you that. Thank you. I'm calling it. I'm it's about sign. like my son's drawing, but gonna, it's beautiful. I'm going to sign beautiful. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's my act. <laughs> Go to Marcos. Your signature's prettier than the picture. I like that. What? That's the first time anybody said that, for sure. I went to arts camp, actually. Uh, me, too. When I was 11. <laughs> me, too. <laughs> me, too. It was great. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so you want Marco's It's Available Till 10 tonight? I sang Live Like You Were Dying by Tim McGraw. I bet you did. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you did. Go have it. 256 We're so glad to have some amazing athletes in the room. Logan, Brandon, and I'm going to let you say the other one. Quentin. (laughs) Quentin. 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 Quentin's a beast. Yeah, he is. Quentin, what position did you obtain or, or do or whatever in track this year? I was a thrower. I threw a shot put and discus. How'd that end for you at the end of the season? Uh, not the best. I didn't do great at all at sectionals, really. Okay. But again, and we learned this a few weeks ago, you were throwing a what, 12 pound? Yeah, 12 pounds. 12 pounds. Now, you may think you're a superman. You watch these guys throwing shot put. Every, the last two guys in here, both massive guys, beast, right, It's, it's a metal ball in your hand. 12 pounds. <laughs> you hold. 12 pounds. 12 pounds. It's like a baby. The winner. <laughs> it's, like, 
throwing a large baby. <laughs> That's true. Don't do that, by the way. That's not. Right. Don't ever do that. Don't, don't grab your baby. There's never. <laughs> yeah, there's never a good time to throw a baby. Never throw your babies. Ever. So. Moving on. Moving on in your position this year? Uh, I was a 400 runner, 200, and long and triple jump. Wow. And my friend? Logan. Logan. I uh, ran the 400, the 200, the 4x1, and the 4x4. And Logan is actually cousins with Coach Lennons. Really? They have the same last name. I'm very sorry for you, Logan. You have to deal with him at family reunions. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of boldness coming out because we have Brandon and, and Quentin here are actually, they just graduated. They became so, adults last congratulations. night. Congratulations. Yay! That was, that was really enthusiastic. Yeah. Um, but they just graduated, so they, they're calling They're calling Coach over there. They're like, hey, what's up, Ev? What's up, Evan? What's up, brah? So they're, they're, real, they're real cool now. Real confident. They're real cool. They're adults. They're adults. You know what the challenge is and when you know you're an adult? When what? that first bill comes in the mail. When that first bill comes That's in the right, mail. That's right, and you can pay it. Anyway. <laughs> so, and, go ahead, Josh. Logan, Logan Lemons, he's a junior, so he's got one more year. He's going to be a senior this next year. Before he's an adult. Yeah, before he's an adult. Yeah. How'd y'all do at state and sectionals, guys? Uh, sectionals, we dominated. Mm-hmm. Just completely Ooh. dominated. Ooh. Yeah. Beast mode. That's nice. Okay, and then how was, how was state? Did y'all go to state? Uh, me and him did, and uh, we did all right. Not the best, but competing with some pretty good competition out there. Yeah, so. it's not like it's the state championship or anything, yeah. right? No biggie. No biggie. So we got we got some runners in here. Got some throwers. You know, I threw when I was in high school. I was a thrower. I threw javelin. So what's your PR? PR? Yeah, one sixty one. What? Dang. Quentin, what did you throw? And discus or shot put? Oh, I, f- I figured you'd be throwing a javelin too. No, nah, I don't throw javelin. Oh. <laughs> it's it's a lot more complicated than shot put and discus. <laughs> this guy throwing too, you under too, too much for me. Just oh. because they throw things doesn't mean they throw everything. I, I've hit my I've hit myself in the back of the head with the javelin. It's not fun. Ooh, <laughs> two people do that. Yeah, it's it's just dumb. It's just really stupid. I wasn't a great thrower by any means, and the PR was not in the meat, so. <laughs> It's not, it's not verified. Right. It's not verified. He verified it. I verified, he verified it. it. He ran down there. Yeah, that looks like a 161 right there. Yeah, that looks good. <laughs> looks good to me. The, looks, these guys, call it, these call guys it. right here. These guys right here are athletes, I can tell. Yeah, right here. So yeah. what was your uh, best personal record? For anything. All things. Uh, Well, this year in the 400, it wasn't too well. This whole season... It was alright, ups and downs, but uh, I don't know. Just <laughs> gonna miss everything for real. But my personal best was 400. I never ran an open, uh, but the 4x4 we did win at sectionals by 5, 10 seconds. Wow. So, That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Logan? Uh, this year I came off my ACL being torn. Uh, best I ran was uh, 54 in the open 4. Mm. Yeah. Like, anybody who can run under a minute, a quarter of a mile, I consider pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, I just... It means you can run. It means you can actually run for that long. Yeah, you know who could never do that? That would be me. Uh, I don't know. You probably... No. (laughs) No. You might might be able to run if a bear was chasing you. Right. Maybe. Right. 
Ask me what my personal best is when being chased by a bear. Hey, what's your... <laughs> <laughs> what's your personal best when being chased by a bear? <laughs> That's a good question. Fast enough not to die. Anyway. <laughs> All right, we're going to ask you all a couple of questions. Okay. Maybe just about uh, the sports in general, but... Um, and some of the things that y'all do with the sports. Maybe some of the people that you like in the same sport that you play. Um, what's your favorite part about being on the track team? And each of y'all can answer this in your own way. You go first. My favorite part about being on the track team? Just all the different events you get to watch. Yeah. Every single person on the track team could be capable of doing anything, really. And I just like watching all of them. Yeah. And it's amazing to see how far some of these people can throw. For example, 161, that's, that's pretty good in javelin. Yeah. What What is our best throwing javelin? Yep. 148. Uh, but when you get to state, they're like throwing 190s and 200, and you're like, ah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like thought it, I yeah. was good, but I'm not really. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's like, yeah. Right. That just went way past mine. But, uh, <laughs> probably my thing about track is just the brotherhood that you create with everybody. It's all become family. And then. Ah. <sighs> that's basically it. Just a. Yeah, bonding. absolutely. And a lot of that happens because you have a great coach that made it happen. Right. Yeah. A great person. Pretty cool coach back there. Pretty cool. Is he flexing? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> when is he not? Yo! <laughs> Logan! Uh, my favorite part about it would probably be the competition and just seeing everybody go out and work and just do the best I can. Yeah. Absolutely. That's fantastic. So let me ask you this. Uh, when you think back... Some of you just became seniors. Is this is this your final step? Are you going to do this in college anywhere? Is this? Uh, well, I wish plans. I could, but yeah, I don't think I am. My plans after high school is to join the army. So that's pretty awesome. Pretty honorable. Yes. Go to college and hopefully just get everything set for my future. Mm-hmm. Awesome. If sports comes along, then it comes along. If it doesn't, then it's all it right. doesn't. How about you, Quentin? What's your future plans? Uh, I know in June I'm going to some community college colleges like Sneed, Wallace, and we're going to see what our options are there. Yeah. That's absolutely. amazing. And Logan, you're a junior. You got any idea what you want to do next? Uh, hopefully go to college for football or join the Air Force. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, I'm going to go into another question. What? Who is your greatest inspiration in life? Who would you say is your greatest inspiration? Uh, probably this guy behind me right here, Coach Lemons. I thought you were talking about Brad. I don't know. <laughs> He's just... Brad's pretty awesome. <laughs> Brad Hudson's my greatest inspiration. Brad I met him five Hudson. minutes ago. All right. He has red hair. <laughs> Sorry, we're cut up a lot. <laughs> it's just, he pushes us every day, practice, makes us better on and off the track. Couldn't ask for a better coach. Mm. That was good. Yeah. Quentin? Honestly, my biggest inspiration, it's a tie between my grandmother and my mom. Mm. Because I know both of them, they've been through a lot in their life. They've both gotten into stuff they shouldn't have gotten into. And I'm just proud of them for overcoming those to have the family they have now. Wow. Wow. Logan? Uh, Definitely my dad my brother. Evans came along and pushed me. So it's Coach McCourt. Hmm. So good, Josh. Inspirations. 
Um, thinking about um, inspirations, um, just maybe on the outside uh, of your you know immediate life, but um, Seth likes to ask this question, but I'm stealing it from him. Go who, ahead. who would you, if you could spend a day with maybe a coach or an athlete or somebody that you respect to maybe talk about and to learn from them something you really care about in life? It doesn't have to be sports. It could be anything in that you know spectrum. But you find somebody that is just the top echelon. Who would that be? We'll start with you, Quentin. Who would you spend a day with? I might have to get back to you on that. We can come back around. Okay, okay all right. Brandon? Uh, probably LeBron. LeBron? LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Why do you want to, why do you want to sit down and talk to LeBron? What would y'all talk about? I might have to agree with him on that, too. <laughs> what would just you talk about? What he does to stay in shape 15 years because yeah, he's beyond. old. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, he's he's my inspiration. Yeah, and what would y'all do during the day? Shoot, <laughs> shoot basketball. Yeah, get your shot beat down a couple times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mean get shot. Get dunked on a few times. You know? <laughs> mean get shot on, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's great. Logan, uh, probably Kobe. 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 Kobe, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant. Yes, oh. okay. he's a basketball player. So. I'm aware. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what would you guys talk about? What, what, what would that be? Just like overcoming adversity and uh, just how he had that mentality to do what he did on a night basis. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What would y'all do that day? Uh, probably shoot basketball. Okay. All right. So basketball. Basketball. Okay. What we got here? Quentin, we're back to you. For for uh. uh uh, like I said with him, I agree, LeBron. What would you guys do during that day? Uh, play think basketball. I, think I outside the box. I, I, I'd, I'd ask him some inspirational stuff. What he did to stay healthy, being in the league all these years, and to be playing as well as he is right now. I'd Just, get him to buy me some, like a steak or something. He's rich. <laughs> True. I'll play basketball. I'm like, hey, take me to the steakhouse. I'm man. sure a lot of people <laughs> ask him stuff like that, though. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, given all those people that have just been mentioned, all right, would you say, who would you say is better? Kobe or LeBron or uh, Michael Jordan? Which one would you put up against? Which one do you think would win out there? LeBron. 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 Over Jordan? <laughs> your are mom, you kidding your me? Your mom. No, your mom. No. No. They need to do some research. It's okay. Do your research. Michael really never played anybody tough. Oh, that is totally inaccurate. That's how professional sports works. Okay. That's, uh, <laughs> LeBron's never won in the first round, right? Or never LeBron. lost in the first round. And how many times has Michael lost in the first round? Oh, wow. uh, Three times. Twice, maybe. Quentin, watch the video. Watch what? (laughs) 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 All right. You lose. Besides besides y'all's terrible uh, sports advice. um, Would you you guys just share with us, just before we go to a song, we're going to go to a song, we'll get the other guys up here in just a second, but would you share us just a piece of advice that you've learned? Maybe you you two that are graduated, but um, a piece of advice that you've learned that you can share with maybe some other students, some other athletes out there that are aspiring to, to continue on in life, um, in, in sports maybe. Um, just some just some advice. Just enjoy the time you have in high school because it really does fly by on and off the court, on and off the field, on and off the track. Keep your head down. Get your grades right. Just focus on what's important to you at the time. And get out of there, graduate, and get a good future for yourself. 
It's good. Yep, just cherish it while you can. Really cherish it while you can because it comes up really fast. Yeah. And if you really enjoy sports and are good enough at it, just stay working out, stay practicing the game, and hopefully you can make a career out of it. Yeah. What you got? You're a junior, but you're going to be a senior. What's What's your piece of advice for folks out there? Throw down, Logan. Do what you love and uh, work hard at it. Wow. Some wisdom from some young guys in here. I like it. I like it. Why don't you hit a song, Steven? All right, let's do it. How about let's do Armand Wake Up. I am the one. I am the one. Not on my own, too. This life isn't mine, though I own too. Let me stroll through, let me show you how I used to conform. Now I ain't used to the norm. I reign in the rain, I grew in the storm. I am proof of the morning. We, we back. We be back. That was really cool. We be back. We got, we've got, now, Logan stayed with us because Logan's like, I'm, I'm a glutton for punishment. I want to be interviewed some more. <laughs> yeah. We've got Brandon Mendez. He's also a junior at Burnley Mountain. And we've got Coach Evan Lemons, who is a radio veteran. Evan Lemons, the man. He's strong. He's, he's strong, too. He is strong. From what I understand, he is, he's throwing up 540 on the press. No biggie. Yeah. No biggie. <laughs> you know, 540 on the bench press. The man can bench press me. The man can bench press me. 540 in here. You heard it today on the Varsity Radio Show. Incorrect. The gauntlet, <laughs> the gauntlet has been thrown down. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, Coach, tell us a little bit about yourself. What what year is this for you coaching at Burnley Mountain? Uh, I just finished my fourth year coaching. Um, fourth year of track, and it would have been three years for cross country, but still teaching there. Haven't been fired yet, so apparently I'm doing something right. Yeah. 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 Way to go. But I know... Uh, Last couple, first two years, I coached uh, middle school boys basketball. I switched over to girls middle school basketball. And for my fifth year, I'm going in. I'm moving up. Coach Mabry has given me JV girls, and I'm pretty much moving up with the girls that I had the last two years. So between me and him, I hope we can make something happen. I mean, we've got that. We've got a very strong group of young athletes. So wow, we got some. Uh, we got, we have some talent coming up. Good. Were you pleased with your track season this year? Uh, it started off rough. Um, we had we had a couple uh, breakdown moments where we came in my room and I said, "Look, this is what you're doing. This is where we got to be, and we're nowhere close. So it's either put up or shut up." I mean, we had to start really every repeat. Had to we couldn't slack off. Um, I always tell them I'm I get overly excited when someone throws up at practice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I think uh, we broke our record. I think we had four or five after doing repeats one time this year. But uh, yeah, um, explain repeats. Uh, so if we did any kind of mile repeats, where take Mendez for example, he may run one mile at five twenty. He gets a four minute break. He's got to run another one at five twenty. Or we may do we may do a ladder drill where he runs a six hundred at two mile pace. He runs a five hundred at roughly 2k pace he'll run a 400 at mile pace a 300 at 800 pace a 200 at 400 pace and then a 100 at 100 so and then brandon when did you decide that you wanted to enter into a life of torture <laughs> <laughs> well it really wasn't a choice he, he kind of made me do it <laughs> he kind of made you do it yeah yeah I, he uh he played basketball for me my very first year and 
I kind of went out to his dad's truck and said, hey, uh, he's not very good at basketball, but he can run. <laughs> um, but at the time, hey, Brandon's obviously gotten a lot better. Yeah. But uh, I, have a, I have a question for you guys. What is it that made you guys want to do what so many people in this world hate doing? Just go and like run and just be outside and throw stuff and all that on stuff. What is it that motivates you guys? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, at first I really didn't like it because distance, like mile, two mile, I hated it at first and all that. And there was a point I wanted to quit, but came the first meet when I actually raced with other people. It felt good. Like I hanged with mo- many people and all that, and I just like to race. I just so I just stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Logan? Uh just honestly the competitiveness of racing and just being who I grew up around with Evan <laughs> and it's just in our family. Yeah. Evan what did it for you? Coach Coach Lemon, sorry. Um <laughs> Yeah, same with Logan. Uh pretty much everybody in our family is very, very competitive. Um we had multiple cousins play college ball um we have quite a few others that could have played college ball that decided not to um i myself i you know last time i was here i told you i ran in college um (laughs) there's just something about lining up against somebody i mean you can people that like to fight well you may get one lucky shot in but the clock never lies so whenever you line up to race somebody it's you either win yeah you either win or you don't I hard, like that. Hard to argue that one. That's true. Yeah, it is. That's good. Josh? Um, Coach, this is for you, and um, we just asked the, 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 the kiddos earlier um, why they do why are they doing what they're doing. Why do you do what you do? Why do you coach? Um, I got into – I pretty much decided I wanted to teach and coach because I had a teacher and coach that helped me um, get through my situation at home. I didn't, I didn't have the best uh, situation growing up. But it was more of a learn what not to do instead of following in footsteps. So you pretty much make your own footsteps. He, uh, Jeff Jones, really helped me, and he's at uh, the central office for Gunnersville City now. Mm-hmm. But uh, wow. I still text him on pretty regular basis, touch base with him. But he actually drove me to my recruiting trip at West Alabama and wow. helped me fill out my forms. And any time that I needed money, he. He never gave it to me. He made me work, and uh, he had he owned his own business. And I, he just he always he helped me anytime I needed it. So I figured I could hand down do the same thing for Pass others. Pass it on. Yeah. Pass it on. And that's incredible. Yeah, that was a, a good great story. Great story, and wow. it's inspiring for sure. And thanks Jeff Jones for investing into folks because you hear it today that um, when you invest into folks, they turn around and invest into others. And we've got uh, Brandon Mendez and Logan Lemons over here, and they've been invested in too. But uh, Brandon, um, what you didn't get to share this earlier? Who is your greatest inspiration? Honestly, it's probably my coach Lemons, because mm-hmm. he's the reason why I'm running. And yeah, after I graduate, I'm gonna miss him and all that. How he trains, so. Now coach is flexing and crying over here. 
Josh, just kidding. Josh just, kidding. just threw him under the bus. Sorry, he's not crying. He's still flexing, he's not, but he's not crying. He is flexing, but there's no crying. Uh, anyway, uh, Coach Lemons, that's such an incredible testimony of the coach you are, the atmosphere, and the culture you've set at Brindley Mountain. The first time you were here, we, we really enjoyed talking to you. We got some of those embarrassing moments, and I'm going to have these other guys in the back so you can kind of come on step up because I want you to tell these moments right here. I want to know Coach Lemons told us uh, last time but I want to know your most embarrassing moments ever on the track in the locker room during the practice. I don't care when it happened we just want to laugh. So Uh, About these guys? Yeah, yeah. These guys what? Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Quentin just stepped up like it was him. Quentin's like, I, I've got a great Quentin's story. Quentin's like, it's me, obviously. <laughs> I don't really have anything on Quentin. Um, that's probably why he stepped up. I don't have anything overly funny about Quentin. Let's see about Brandon. Uh, you, you, you can tell any story from this this year, Coach Lemons, because I think we got you at the beginning uh, of the year. Tell us something funny that happened this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Nunley always likes to. He he does he did his best this year to try to talk me out of making him run the four hundred. <laughs> and uh, he he had a Nunley came to us from Arab. He he was at Brindley, went to Arab, ran a couple years, and then came back for his senior year. And um, I, I believe Coach Martin made him very very much hate the four hundred. Yeah. So anytime I would mention the four hundred around him, he would cringe a little bit. Yeah. Um, he had a bad hamstring strain that's really. Like he said earlier, it's kind of been off and on all season. Yeah. So of course I'm always going to talk trash to him about the 400. And uh, anytime I make him run it, he, he, once he finishes, he just looks at me and shakes his head like I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I know something funny got on me. My 60 meter dash in indoor. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, Quentin decided he wanted to do indoor, and since we didn't have discus, Quentin's best event is discus. He he throws shot for us. But he's he's a lot better at discus and uh these two had a little side bet uh during cross country season they came into the parking lot and had a foot race down the parking lot because Nunley promised me he could outrun Shellnut and looking at the two you would be like okay yeah Nunley's got it that's who you'd bet um <laughs> that is not what happened <laughs> and it wasn't just a it wasn't a photo finish it was a blowout Ooh. Quentin smoked him. Quentin! <laughs> Quentin's got some yeah, super speed. But, uh, so I let them I let them throw down again an indoor. And, of course, we go to the Last Chance Invitational. And me being new to indoor, um, wasn't told that this is where all the schools from Tennessee, Georgia, Mississippi, Florida, best teams in Alabama... They all go to this meet because it's supposed to be the, biggest, be the biggest of the year. Here I was thinking, okay, it's a week before state. People are going to take the weekend off to get ready for state. I was wrong. Um, <laughs> it was packed. There were 67 heats of the 60-meter dash, and there were nine 10 lanes. Yeah. And, Phew. of course, these guys didn't get to go head-to-head, but we compared their times. But, um, yeah, I think Quentin finished sometime after the next heat started. <laughs> I think Quentin was still running. Um, that's what it looked like, anyway. I mean, you had one of the top ten in the nation. Yeah, sixty meter dash. You really had people one. against. Yeah, I kind of threw him under the bus. And he just <laughs> mm, he held his own for for a big guy. He held his own. 
and you guys you not right here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got any um, embarrassing stories about your coach? And y'all want to share any of those? Or anything that happened to you this year? <laughs> what about these two? You're close. Yeah, I got nothing. Nothing? No embarrassing Wait, stories at all? I, they're no, still well, in the game. They don't want to have to run extra. No. Nah, anyway. I mean, well, they don't. I told you, I, I embarrass myself and tell telling enough jokes on myself that I don't really get embarrassed all that Anymore. much. Anymore, yeah. But, uh... Yeah. God. <laughs> the only story that's coming to my mind is the first time I ever met Mendez, and he absolutely hates... hates the story. <laughs> but... He, uh, in eighth grade... <laughs> hey, we're gonna tell We're it. gonna so, tell it anyway. Yeah, so we're gonna we tell go. it anyway. So in eighth grade, uh, we're at a basketball... We're at a basketball camp. We go to Brewer, and I didn't I didn't know any of the kids' names, so I was given given a list. Said, "Hey, start these five, and then sub how you want to." So okay, um, I show up, and we're playing West Point, and that's probably the best team there, and we were not. So three minutes in, we're down eighteen nothing, and uh, <laughs> I put in Mendez. I'm like, "All right, just just go. I don't know what you can do yet. Just go." Little did I know that Mendez was going to pull it as soon as he caught it. And when I say he's 35, 40 feet back, I probably should measure that because he was probably further. And he just catches it off the very first pass and jacks it up. <laughs> and kid from West Point fields it like a punt, goes all the way down, uncontested layup. And uh, my cousin's Patrick's, your dad's calling me. Um, Uncontested layout. I call timeout and I pull Mendez aside. I'm like, what are you thinking? He said, Coach, I didn't want him to know I was a good shooter. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, yeah. and I didn't know I didn't know how to react to that. I know, so man. I just looked at it and said, Well, mission accomplished. Okay? <laughs> you um, win. Yeah, you won. You win. So here I was, we're four minutes into the game, down twenty to nothing. I'm like, okay, twenty minute running clock. We need to foul them a lot. And let the time run. That was the only thing going through my mind at this moment. Get out of this game. But later on, after the, after we got past that first initial crazy shot, he did really, really well until uh, the very last game when he tried to hockey sub himself into the game without going to the scores table. But he never did that again after that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so. you what? He was good. Oh, yeah. He turned out yeah. to be a pretty decent little basketball player. I knew, Listen you know, he's, he's not going to he's not gonna set the scoreboard on fire, but... Uh, he n- normally put him guarding the other team's best player, and if they're averaging twenty, they might get to ten. So that's phenomenal, man. So he knows he knows his strength, and he does it well. Wow. Well, guys, we have so enjoyed having you in the studio for the second time, Coach Lemons. Yeah. Uh, you're a veteran, and we think you're awesome. And uh, we love the Brindley Mountain Lions, and we are so glad that you're here today. Thank you for giving us your time and your effort. And thank you for eating the best pizza in the world. Right. Oh, yeah. Hope enjoy you enjoyed it. it. <laughs> so eat some more on the way out. And uh, y'all can hang out with us if you want or y'all can leave. But we're so glad that you're here. And uh, thank you so much for coming. Go Lions. Hello. Harold. Harold. What's going on? Harold! We've missed you terrible. How you been doing? Well... I've I've uh I've been better. Been better. What's going on right now, Harold? What's going down, Harold? Well, I had some uh I know it's been a while since I've called in, but uh I had some 
some bad news. Yeah. Uh, Darla is uh, no longer with us. No! What happened to Darla? Well, you know how she's been struck by lightning seven times. Yeah. (laughs) I thought she only had had that happen once. Well, number eight's on bitter end, I'm afraid. (laughs) That girl. God, where was was Darla standing to be struck by lightning for the eighth time? Outside. Oh. Those darn lightning bolts. (laughs) Darn. Darla's like Seth, a uh, lot. Do not ride. laugh at this. I'm trying. This is serious. I'm, try- I'm hey, trying that, to pull it together. That lightning took the Bruins out. Who's laughing? Nobody. Nobody. Seth, Seth, Seth isn't laughing. I'm he not, would never I'm do not, that. I would not do that to you, Harold. We love Darla. We miss her and her knitted sweaters. Have you have you gotten another goat yet? Because that's a good way to move on. Well, see, that's that's the thing. My my brother, he had Darla's <coughs> sister. <laughs> yeah, Carla. 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 <laughs> and, uh, he hey. decided to give her to me. Yeah. No. Is Carla easing your tension and depression? But uh, <laughs> thing about it, good thing about it, I have a friend who's a taxidermist, and uh, oh no, <laughs> it's a stuffed strange Arla? sense of humor. Strange. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's a little weird. Yeah. Well, to preserve Darla's memory, she uh, she's she's had Darla stuffed and, and mounted. Um, but <laughs> she was. Uh, this might be a little weird, but y'all just hold on with me. Go ahead. You just take your time, Harold. We're here for you. Yeah, her and I have a have known each other for a long time. She's been taxidermist pretty serious since like the eighth grade. Yeah, since the eighth uh, grade. Yeah, what's she yeah. what's she stuffed in the eighth grade, Harold? I reckon I had cats stuff like that. And her dad started her out small, like squirrels and you know chipmunk cats. I don't know. Yeah, she was, she was an interesting prom date. Anyway. Uh, Is this your cousin? <laughs> I'm not from Mississippi, Seth. Okay. It was all fun and games until she tried to stuff Harold. Lord have mercy. Okay. <laughs> Harold, uh, uh, Harold, so what, is, what does Darla look like now? What's going on there? Well, I said all that to say this. She has a sense of humor, and she knows about Darla being struck by lightning seven times and all that well it it's gonna be easier knowing that uh, I'll have something to remember Darla by I mean it'll be Darla but uh I can plug her in now (laughs) there's a I I can plug her in and she lights up (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she's a bit of a twisted individual. Where do you have her? Interesting. Where do you have her? Where did you put her? Oh, right now I got her over here by my cardboard cutout of Nick Saban and Bear Bryant. <laughs> I'm so sorry that we're laughing, Harold. This is not a funny matter. I mean, this is. This is Darla. 
I'm, I'm just trying to get through this. Beth. I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand that's it either. Brad that's Brad laughing. All this. That's Brad. That's Brad. Harold, I'm so sorry that this is, <laughs> this is not what you needed right now. We are so sorry, man. We we love you. and We hope that that you get through this, and you and Carla can somehow, some way, it'll never be the same. But you and Carla can develop some kind of relationship. Yeah, me too. But I mean. It ain't been easy, but you know, I mean, you, you got, you just got to move on. Yeah. But I, I will say that I, we we're probably gonna have to put Darla in, in in the shed or something because I left her plugged in and I forgot. I woke up in the middle of the night to get some pizza and I, uh, yeah, about had a blessed coronary. Uh, goats light eyes light up in the middle of the night and you ain't uh, expecting it. it. It does something to you. <laughs> Okay. Uh, ruined a pair of underwear that night. Uh, <laughs> ruined a pair of underwear. Wow. Harold, um, man, we love you, and we will, um, we, man, hopefully you can start calling back again for us, and we'll, we'll try to support you more the next time you call. Yeah. Sorry we let well, you I down here. It. I just wanted y'all to know that I'm sorry. It's just between, you know, Darla and other stuff I had going on I ain't had time to tune in or call in or nothing they want y'all to think I was dead yeah well you're not dead just Darla just Darla we... but if I do die don't let me go anywhere near Tammy she's a tax thermic <laughs> right, right. She'll we'll probably, probably, probably I'm afraid make of what with... she'll do to me I don't I don't want to be plugged in <laughs> I'm a little scared myself there Harold yeah, yeah. I had an uncle that died that way all right, Harold. So we, we love you, man. Well, we'll, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> oh my gosh! Of course he was on death row. Today, you can have monumental food in your house. Marcos, it never lets you down. A small mm. mountain of bread. Yes. Of cheese, yes. of sauce, and of massive, flavorful, juicy toppings. Hallelujah. What a wonderful thing. You know you want this. You need to go check out Marco's. They are amazing sponsors of the Varsity Radio Show. They have been with us how long, Stephen? Wow, I don't even remember. They've been with us for a while. They are faithful. They are yeah. true. Uh-huh. And I would like to say today was show number 40. Yeah. We have done 40 Varsity Radio Show shows, and we are going to be out in the community this summer. We're going to be at FCA Sports Camps. It's going to be fantastic. And you know what? You can have a piece of the Varsity every night of the week if you wanted it. If you just go to Marco's. (laughs) Just go to Marco's, and you'll feel like you're sitting in the Varsity Radio studio eating pizza. But not just any pizza. The best pizza. America's favorite pizza from heaven. It is. Very large toppings. Very great pizza. They're open till 10 tonight. Go to marcos.com or 256-660-5666. And moving on from that point, we would like to honor our producer on Stephen Appreciation Day. <laughs> we appreciate you, Stephen. Go ahead and sing a song, Josh. We Go. appreciate you, Stephen. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. That was it. Also, wow. I'd like to welcome a new heir to the Varsity Radio Show, Brad Hudson, our That's new me. media guy. I'm so excited to be a part of the show. Media up. specialist. 
Yeah. It's been a great journey. It's and gonna... uh, speaking of media, you can find the Varsity Radio Show on Facebook at unofficial, uh, sorry, unofficial <laughs> Varsity Radio Show, and on Instagram at Varsity underscore Radio underscore Show, and the new Fresh Mage Twitter at Varsity Radio eight eight five. Go give us a follow, and then iTunes podcasts of this show will be available tomorrow and every show before this on iTunes Varsity Radio Show iTunes podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna go follow the Varsity Radio Show on Twitter right now. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's amazing. Hey, we try to provide quality shows for you every single week, and uh, I think uh, the Brindley Mountain Lines helped so much with that today. And then Harold, you just you ended our day well. You did. We're, we we feel so sorry for your uh, plugged in goat Darla. We hope Carla works out. Uh, we'll see you next week. Who we got next week in the studio? I don't know. Somebody, hopefully. <laughs> All right. Hopefully we got somebody next week. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll be in the house, whoever they are. But we'll have another amazing Varsity Radio show. Hey, and then if you are going to FCA Sports Camp, and we hope you are, we'll see you at Albertville, and then we'll see you at the Hampton Cove Sports Camp the next week because we love Jamie Strange. We love FCA. We love being a part of something that's bigger than ourselves. Incredible. Incredible. Hey, we'll see you next Tuesday. Same bat time, same bat place. 2.30 to 4.30. I know we went long today, but I know you're not disappointed. See you next week.